0: and surrounding areas hey wherever you are this is The Great Vine as always I am Giannis Banks holding it down while my co-host is out there globe trotting and if you follow her on social media you can see where she is she ain't hiding it Um, out there enjoying herself living her best life while we over here in the heat dying she's out there just enjoying it ain't mad ain't mad at all man hopefully she's having a good time and doing her thing we're gonna hold this heat down cause it just seems to wanna stay hot and get hot and be hot and oof tired of this heat so y'all make sure you're staying hydrated um like I don't even look at the temperature anymore I just know it's gonna be hot yep I'm looking at it now for y'all just cause it's gonna be hot for another week so nothing new um stay hydrated if you see somebody struggling and you can help them with getting some water or something hey man do the neighborly thing and help them stay hydrated as well if you got furry friends furry kids four-legged kids whatever don't just leave them outside in this heat this heat ain't meant for anybody just to be outside so if you got a you can get them in the house or in some shade and make sure they got all the water they need. Um yeah man, make sure you do that. I right, take care of them as well, cause we don't need anybody uh passing out having heat strokes and whatnot. Because you don't want to get them uh any refreshing hydration, alright? So do what you need to do. Um and take care of the furry friends as well. You know there's nothing but crazy things Happening All throughout this country uh, You know, In this city is no different So yeah take care of your loved ones Take care of your pets Take care of yourself um, Any yard work or thing You have to do by now You should know when to do it um, So yeah Do what you need to do Just make sure you are taken care of Yourself and if you can somebody Else all right That's all I ask uh, That is all I ask and of course thoughts and prayers Or were... Good thoughts are going out to LeBron and his Family and of course as his son is recovering From uh, The episode that he had he's out The hospital and doing Good and I know LeBron came out last night And said they'll give a update and say Something Soon uh, but just they appreciate everybody's concerns and prayers and whatnot for his son uh, as he's recovering from that cardiac episode he had. So, um, yeah, I say all that to say as well, make sure you go get your checkups. I'm sure he was getting his checkups, scores being an athlete. But if you're not getting your yearly physicals, yearly checkups, especially us fellas, um, make sure you're doing that. Especially if you got insurance. There is no excuse. Uh, For you not to be out there getting checked up. Alright. Can't take your health as a joke. Gotta make sure you're out there doing what you need to do. uh, So you can stay around a little bit longer. Ladies as well. But I know we the hard-headed ones when it comes to going to see the doctor and whatnot. So um, yeah, man. Make sure you're getting your checkups and whatnot. We do have a guest here. Uh, in the studio, you know, speaking of checking up, he hit me up this week and said, yeah I need to check up with your listeners and let them know see if they're checking up on the city of Austin uh, and what they're doing. If you're not familiar this time of year is budget year for um, government entities when they come out with their budget, be it the city, transit agencies, what have you. This is when they're Anything public-facing, county, um, you know, they're going to start talking to you about their budget. What they're going to be, what their plan is for this upcoming fiscal year. And they're going to start coming out to you to talk to you about what they're going to do with it. It's going to be out there. Uh, normally, it's it's a lot of the times it doesn't get a lot of attention from people. Um, but, you know, this is a very important time of year and a very important thing that you should pay attention to. Um, for different agencies at different levels of government uh, so you can see what they are planning to spend money on I think a lot of people say you want to see where people are serious or what an agency is serious about doing anything um, you look at the budget you look at the budget and and see what the money is being spent towards and that will tell you what their priorities are uh, and what they want to do and what they care about it's that simple. Um, you follow the money as people say And if you follow the money You'll know what's important. Um, and there's other things that can be done in the budget as well as as uh, Some regrouping and changing of things or what have you Um, and how they unveil it as well That says a lot too of of How they want you to know about this budget, but Let's go ahead and get into that. I have my man Eric Bird. The name may be familiar to you. I probably can't list all the things that he's involved in because that would probably take up the rest of the show to do. Uh, of course, he's the president of Black Professionals Alliance. I believe you're working for the Urban League as well. Um, That's right. he, He's done many, many things. Like I said, if I really tried to read his bio... I need a glass of water, um but he's engaged in the city uh I know that the b p a y'all had just won some money from the Black fund to do some stuff with uh I think as well as a few other organizations so you've been busy uh making sure that folks are getting information and what they need from from the city and he hit me up this week and was like, yo, you seen the budget I'm like truthfully no I've been um a little busy uh, and so I hadn't paid attention to the city budget ha- just yet I know it, it had gotten released like in the middle of the night or something whatever real kind of slick like uh, so I hadn't had a chance to look at it and He's like well yeah there's some problems with it I want to come and let your people know about some of the problems uh, we'll talk about what you can do about that but brother how you been I'm good
1: I'm good uh, Giannis thanks for having me on man Um, I'm glad to be here, I'm honored to be uh, informing my people about the changes in the city and the proposed city budget. Uh, lots of things going on. Thanks, thank you for the shout out. Um, currently, yeah, I'm the president of Black Professional Alliance. We actually got funding from Philanthropinch, which is a pitch competition, mm-hmm. um, late last year. Uh, but the Black Fund is available right now. And so if you have a nonprofit, you should apply for the Black Fund. There you go. Um, the deadline, I believe, is July 31st. So go ahead, jump online, get your, your data together um and and make your submissions um but right now i'm representing the austin area urban league uh the justice and advocacy division so the ceo is quincy dunlap Uh, jna vp is yasmin smith and we're here uh essentially fighting for the people and making sure that you all have all the information that you need about what's going on um, in your city and civics and all the changes
0: yeah um i'm definitely through a bunch of names out there. Definitely shout-out to Quincy and, and, and Yasmin uh, as well. We've had her up here on the show. I know I need to get Quincy up here. I probably do to talk to Quincy just about something. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I know that man is always busy. And we're glad oh, yeah. to have you here to make sure the people are informed. As you say, you're with in the advocacy division for the Austin Area Urban League. So let's talk about some justice and some advocacy. So this budget that was, was – unveiled uh, of course it's the the city manager's budget and city council still has to weigh in and this isn't the final final budget there's things that can change we want to make sure people are uh, understanding of that that just because the city manager has put it out there doesn't mean that this is it there's mm-hmm. ways that it can still change and city council does have a weigh-in on that but he's has it set up for about 5.5 million Uh, I guess is what it's looking like for this upcoming fiscal year. Uh, And there's some things, though, that is ruffling the feathers uh, of a lot of people. I guess there might be some good things in here as well. But let's talk about some of the concerns uh, in in this budget uh, that's having a lot of people, especially those in the black community, the minority community, the community of people of color, however you want to phrase it, uh, has them uh, upset yeah we we'll won't say upset that's a nice word to say on the radio uh and concerned about what they're doing um with it when it comes in particular to the equity office um and uh S- civil rights office which are things that people the citizens the, mm-hmm. that members of the community has fought for for years to have the city of austin create and have mm-hmm. and stand up so what's going on with those uh i guess two departments. Yeah,
1: so I'm glad you mentioned that the budget is about 5.5 billion. Now that that's that is a lot of money. Yes. Um, and it is almost a, uh, or at least a, a billion dollar increase from previous budgets. Okay. And so as Austin grows, we're now the tenth largest city, and we have a huge budget now, and we're going up by a billion dollars. You would expect the city departments to grow as well, and so all of the city departments um, that are, especially the ones that are that are. Uh, essential, like the ones that promote equity, like the Equity Office and the Civil Rights Office. Instead, what this budget shows is that the Civil Rights Office and the Equity Office will become programs. So they're being demoted from offices with mm. an officer who who reports directly to a city manager to a program. Mm. And the programs um, will be housed under a new division that is business focused. Um, so I believe it's a civic business and equity uh, office, which is a, a newly created office. Um, what that does is it, uh, it, it severely limits the powers of these offices, especially an office like uh, the Civil Rights Office that is supposed to evaluate other departments and have the ability to move freely across them. Right. Now it's going to be housed under another uh, its own department. It won't be the department in that office. It's going to be one of many. And that severely limits the ability of that office to do work. And promote equity and civil rights. Um, same for the equity office. We, um, this is, and I don't have to say why it's particularly important that we address this. That why it's so important for for Black people uh, to support the equity and civil rights office. Mm-hmm. It feels like a move backwards. Right. We've done so much work uh, to move forward, and so much work to. Uh, create these systems within these these systems that aren't meant for us and, and to have it taken away so easily um, would be a shame. So you also mentioned that this isn't the end, that we have an opportunity to intervene and this is the most crucial intervention point. There's nothing after this. Um, there have been points along the way. And uh, some community members have been involved, but it hasn't been widely spread. But this is the most crucial point. August 1st is the last chance to speak to City Council about your feelings about this change. Um, August 1st at 3 p.m., show up at City Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, It may be intimidating. It may be your first time. All of that is okay. Just show up. You Mm -hmm. don't even have to speak. If they see a sea of black faces, it'll be a lot harder for them to demote the offices that
0: protect our rights. That's the important part. Right. Show up, be seen. Yeah, I think what you're saying is definitely very important. You know, this is part of advocating for yourself as well as the future, uh, as we're talking to to our listeners. Um, You know, earlier I mentioned the amount of time somebody gives you to review something or how you release something tells you all you need to know. I think it's concerning, it was concerning for a lot of people that, you know, this budget, which, as we said, is 5.5 billion, it's a thousand pages of a document. Mm -hmm. They released it to the city council officers, uh, offices on July 14th, which was what, two two Fridays ago, I guess it was? Yes. Um, But they did it at 4.30 p.m. on a Friday. That's correct. Ain't nobody around at four thirty. <laughs> Ain't nobody paying. You ready? To, you are. Look, you Tired. know, and I know. At four thirty on a Friday, you already checked out. Done. You are. Our weekend is in sight. Mm. Happy hour is in sight. If you got <laughs> kids, you probably already have checked out to go pick kids up from daycare or something. Whatever. You. You. You're Absolutely. Done. You're clocked out. So at four thirty on a Friday, and it wasn't an email. No. Or shared through them through Teams or whatever, whatever. Paper copies. It was paper binders that they left saying, hey, look, you get a digital version the following week.
1: hmm The digital version actually came out on that Sunday. Mm. So they released the digital version on the weekend mm. um, for the whole, you know, for, for the public to see. Um, and so that's when we found out about the change. Right. Is on the 16th. And the 16th was only... Um, you know it was it was what twelve days ago, so the speed at which this is going is concerning. Um, as soon as we find this out, we have essentially fifteen days to advocate and that's that's an important factor so um, that that's why it's, mo- it's even more important that people show up and that people um, even if it's your first time people become civically engaged and activated this is not something we can easily come back from once we demote these offices it'll be much harder to put them back where they were and it'll be a lot easier to get rid of them entirely um so uh, if i can i want to read a statement a, a, a portion of a public statement from Janice Bookout. she's with community resilience trust uh, as soon as she found out this she released a public statement it says the budget draft was delivered in paper copies on Friday afternoon, with no digital copy available for the public or media until Sunday. Um, it says that the, civil, the equity and civil rights offices were placed under the civic and business equity, uh, resilience and sustainability offices were moved under planning and uh, an office that's often influenced by developer interests. These offices must stay independent or we will move backwards towards an unjust, unsustainable Austin. It will put years of work with the community below other city priorities. Mm -hmm. The equity office was created as an autonomous office by city council in 2016. This came from and was reinforced by recommendations made by Communities of Color, uh, Communities of Color United, the Quality of Life Commission and the Task Force on Institutional Racism and Systemic Inequities. The Equity Office reviews the work of other offices and holds them accountable. The Office of Civil Rights promotes visibility, transparency, accountability, and responsibility. How can these offices do their job without the autonomy and the authority they need? How can they hold other offices accountable when their status is demoted beneath those departments? Those offices have also worked together with the community leaders during weather response to literally save lives through coordination and advocacy. It was their voices voices that prioritized Austin Colony for water after five days without it in Winter Storm Uri. It was their advocacy that opened a new shelter for families during Winter Storm uh, Mara when no one else believed that they were um, awful so how would that have gone if they had to ask permission first and that's a great question the last question i worked in city city hall right uh and it was during the beginning of the pandemic and one of our biggest challenges was overcoming the bureaucracy right. we wanted to help we wanted to get out there but there were so many checks and balances in place we had to use the help of community organizations um, that were ready to fire and ready to to go and already activated uh, and didn't have to ask for permission Um, And you were in the city
0: council, not not just in in the city, you were in a city city council member's office, Mm -hmm. you was like a chief of staff. Yes, that's correct. And so you have the constituents in your district who you know need help, but you still had to struggle to get help to them
1: because of... Mm -hmm. And my council member was serious about getting help to people, so we partnered with community organizations Mm -hmm. to do it quickly.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I think that's you know a great point in the question that she's pointing out, pointed out. And I've worked with the equity office on different things before and seen how they have had that oversight of the different mm-hmm. departments. Well, yeah, you mm-hmm. can come in because you are autonomous and you're not a part of a separate department. Mm-hmm. And we know that if somebody don't like the work that you're doing, if you're a program in somebody's department, so you have that person above you, mm-hmm. you can go to that pr- department's manager or whatever, director, and be like, hey, look, you need to talk to your people, and they're giving us a hard time, yeah, Mm -hmm. you can stifle the work that they're doing, or stifle the work that they're doing, because you may be buddy-buddy with this department head, and Mm -hmm. they don't like what you said about their department, or Mm -hmm. what they're doing, they may feel some kind of way, so you can really hamper and hurt the work that the equity office Maybe trying to do uh, for that department, and mm-hmm. or the civil rights office the is trying to equity do. program and civil rights program. Right. That's yeah, right. I'm <laughs> there now, but that program. Absolutely. And yeah, we know that people respond to titles. Right? That's right. If your title mm-hmm. is over this office, yeah, they're mm-hmm. gonna respond to what you need from the more than if you're just a program manager. No, not on a program manager, but if mm-hmm. you are over this this office yeah, the people in the other par- other departments are going to respond to you quicker because you're the level that you are absolutely. hierarchy and um,
1: those those uh, political, Factors all come into play when it comes to the expediency of how you can execute your job and the efficiency and effectiveness and your reach and and how many people listen to you. Exactly. People are just people when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. And if I say an officer is asking me versus a manager or something, you're going to listen to the officer uh, first and foremost, and that is just. That's just how business works, right. um, It's how politics works. And so the more power we can give to these offices, the more autonomy we can give them, the better they can do their jobs, which are protecting equity and civil rights. Um, things that are things that are important, more than important, they're, they're um, we, we can't, <laughs> as black people in a city where our population is declining, we cannot sustainably exist here right. without these offices. They are an integral part of our future in Austin,
0: right? And and it makes you—it makes you think so much more now because I I think. Oh, I don't think I mentioned it on the air, but you know, I guess they had a. A hearing or something earlier this week and I was reading how Brian Oaks, the former uh, head of the equity office, he called in and was telling them like, yo, you can't do this. Even I think the former head of the civil rights office I think might have did as well. I can't remember who who the other person was. I think that's who it was. Mm -hmm. But they called into city council and was like, Mm -hmm. hey, look, it needs to be autonomous for X, Y, Z reasons. But it also makes you think that he's been gone for a while now. Oh, yeah. Office head has been vacant for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Kelly Coleman's been the, the acting interim person. That's right. And let me tell you, she probably should have been had his position a long, time, long ago. time ago. But it makes you wonder if this is something they've been trying to plan for a minute now since he's been gone. Because they have dragged their feet with filling that seat that position.
1: Well, shout out to Brian Oaks for coming back to, to City Hall and and using his voice, and shout out to Joyce James, mm-hmm. uh, who's, exactly. the, who's yep. the state's leader in, in civil rights and equity. Um, shout out to her for coming and using her voice. Um, also, shout out to Kelly Coleman for holding that office down. Right. Um, we can speculate. I'm not. I'm not too sure, sure what the you know what the reasons are, but we what we know are the effects, mm-hmm. and the effects are we are in danger of losing both of these offices um, almost entirely. They they definitely will be depowered. That's a fact. Right. But it would and you know, it may not be this council. It may be five years from now. We may have an entirely different council. Uh, We may have a different mayor. I mean, who knows? And that leadership can make the decision to get rid of them entirely. Who knows what our financial situation is going to be or the priorities of the city. We have to, at some point, um, as black people in Austin, we have to stand up civically. Sure. We have to.
0: And it's crazy that the city manager will want to make such a drastic change when he's stepping down in a couple months, right? Like I,
1: He's interim. He's
0: interim, and he's mm-hmm. already said he wants to step down sometime this year. I forgot right. what he had said, but I, right. it seems like, if I remember correctly, it was like sometime this year he's like, yeah, I am I'm, I'm, feel like I've done what I need to do. Right. I want to go back to being retired so y'all can find this permanent city manager mm-hmm. like this is such a drastic change for somebody who's not going to be around for the full implementation of this as you mentioned you know five years from now this could happen whatever whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you this is a, and Joyce James I mean she's illustrious to work oh, I, yeah. matter of oh, fact yeah. I think she was one of the consultants that helped set up the civil rights office As mm-hmm. I, once you said her name it kind of clicked of what I was reading now, she was the one that recommended how it should be set up like for this to work properly it mm-hmm. needs to be like autonomous, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it, it needs to be separated, and uh, it's not something that you can just take lightly. Yeah, it's combining with the small and more minority business resources department, so it is having that business lamp to it. Of okay, we don't like what you're doing. All right, we can we can hide you in this department, and, and it's fine. Yeah, and, and all
1: civil rights isn't isn't business related and all equity isn't business related. I think that, that goes without saying. Um, but the autonomy is, is absolutely important. Yeah. Um, and, and again, yeah, shout out to Joyce James and, and her work and 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 as you mentioned, um, the city manager is making drastic changes but that, those aren't the only changes that are that are drastic. Um, there are other changes in the budget, an increase in the the police fund. And if 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 you're not aware, listeners, uh, a couple of years ago the governor passed a law saying that um, cities cannot reduce the amount given to a police department once the budget hits a certain threshold. So if you raise it to. Um, let's say 500 million, you cannot go down from that. You can only increase. And so, with a large increase, um, you're, what, you're, what you're having is um, a situation where you cannot bring that back down. Um, so, definitely, we, we have an interim city manager making a lot of different changes. Um, this isn't an attack on anyone, but this right. is just. This is clear. Being clear with the public and being transparent, we all have to know these things and know that these things are going on.
0: Yeah, can I keep you for a little bit longer?
1: Or right. absolutely, absolutely. I just got a call from Quincy Dunlap. I'm not sure if he wants to be uh, on there, but I
0: mean, if he wants to call in five one two eight three six two eight eight seven, you can um, hit him up. And yeah, I gladly have. You know, Quincy, my guy. Man, I gladly oh, yeah. have him on here. We got this new phone system. We'll see if I break it or not. Again, I am Giannis Banks here with Eric Bird. We're talking about the city's budget. Um, You know, it's not all bad. don't want y'all to think it's all doom and gloom. We did talk about the increase uh, that's coming with the budget. Um, But you can't hide the bad in there with the good and just expect folks not to expect people to ignore the bad. Um, Yeah it's it's not what it is so um but yeah we'll, we'll highlight some of some of the good that's gonna come along with it you know there is a uh increase in minimum wage that that city will have it'll go up to twenty points uh yeah I just saw it uh 20 point uh, where is it how did it just leave my side here we go 20.80 per hour minimum wage will increase to and a four percent um raise to all its civilian employees across the board so uh, part of the current budget again this is what's proposed by the city manager uh, and everything can change Uh, anything can change as it's going through the budget process with the city council members but there's a few other things you wanted to mention as well Eric Um, what else was in the budget
1: absolutely Uh, so I worked uh, with the Urban League we worked with an organization called the community investment budget Um, it, it was heralded and led by Daniela Silva and um, multiple groups. Um, Equity Action, ATX was, was at the forefront. Um, but we put together a list of things that we, being on the ground and working with the community that we felt would help the community the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Urban League has a few priorities. One is inclement weather. So we asked for an additional 4.5 million uh, to allocate towards um, the service provision during, during inclement weather. Uh, direct outreach, operations, community feedback and engagement, and um, etc. cetera. Um, so there was no funding allocated towards that. Uh, we also were proponents of expanding the Guaranteed Income Program. So the Guaranteed Income Program uh, was two million dollars um, that was dedicated to 135 households and they each received $12,000 um, a year, so 1,000 a month. Um, and so we wanted to expand it, um, and there was no allocated funding to expand that program. But that program um, is sort of a, a, last year it was a pilot program to, to kind of test and see what it would be like to provide families with guaranteed uh, basic income. So a guaranteed $1,000 check every month for those, those families. Nice. And so there's, there are many aspects of the budget. Like Yannis said, it's, it's a thousand page document. Um, I would suggest when you pull it up online, uh, search for the Austin 2023, 2024 budget, and then uh, use control F and just look for words that are important to you. Use the table of contents, take your time. Um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty deep, but... Um, for more information on it, um, you can go to equityactionatx.org, or you can do go to at equityactionatx on Instagram. Um, you can also go to austinjustice.org um, and, and find information there. Um, you can find um, Austin Area Urban League on Instagram as well. and. Uh, and aul.org for information. Uh, but the biggest thing is to go out to City Hall on Tuesday, August 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, show up. That's all I can say. I've been civically engaged for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And um, my first time, I, I, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. I forgot to sign up, you know, doing all the, all the things that you typically do. But once you get over that hump, you feel extremely empowered. Mm-hmm. And they have to listen to you. If you choose to speak, they have to listen. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you want to find your voice and if you want to have an impact, all you got to do is show up. Honestly, if they see your face, because there's never us out there. Right. There's mm-hmm. never us. And so they get to make decisions, you know, in a public forum without us being present. But if we were, if we were to show up in large numbers, they would have to consider us. A lot of decisions made on that level from my experience is they're not they're not racist. It's not people like people wake up and they say, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hurt black people today, but they are made without consideration for us. And right. that is even, that is even more dangerous. Right. Not even thinking about us at all. So let's be there. Let's be present where they can see us and we can't be ignored.
0: Right. Now, is there a deadline for when they need to sign up to speak at this meeting on August 1st?
1: Yes. It's uh, You have to be there August 1st. It starts at 3 p.m., but you have to sign up by 2 p.m. if you're going to sign up in person. Online, you have to sign up Monday by noon. Okay. Um, so you can sign up online uh, Monday by noon. So you have the entire weekend to sign up to speak. Um, if you're just going to show up and you don't want to speak, you don't even have to sign up. Just be there by 3 p.m.
0: There you go. Yeah. Uh, your voice is very important. Um, yeah. is if, if you're going to go and this is your first time, it's okay to write down some notes of what you want to say to make sure You say, is Mm -hmm. there a time limit that they give them to speak? You you get about two minutes. Okay. Um, It it goes fast,
1: so if you have something to say, practice it. Definitely write it down. You can take paper up there. You can take your phone, um, or you can speak from the heart. Right. Um, Just know you need to get to the point when you're speaking from the heart. Get to the point, and you can get a lot done. Even though it goes fast, you can get a lot of information out and really get your message out in two
0: minutes. Right. So yeah, if you want to write it out, write it out. If you want to do bullet points stuff you want to make sure you cover do it that way Mm -hmm. um just know two minutes is probably about a page and a half if you do the double spacing on a piece of paper it's about a page and a half maybe a page uh if you write it out or type it out i highly recommend don't do single space and don't do the 12 point font make your font bigger and make your spacing bigger it'll make it easier for you to read if you're going to read it from uh, a device or something that's just from personal experience of if you try to do single space in that 12 point front i don't care how good your eyes are <laughs> you are, are going because you you're going to look up at some point you're you yeah. you can not just read it straight you're going to look up you're going to lose your place You lose your place. and you want to be like oh hold on let me find my spot because that's still you know counting for your time mm-hmm. um as we talk about now, I saw a quote from the the city manager. Um, I guess this is from Wednesday. He's claiming, I don't know how this works though. He says the equity officer will continue to be an officer uh, and still have the authority they have okay. today. I don't know how you diminish their role down into a. Uh, you, you don't. You probably won't know the answer to, but I this is just know. something he told. Uh, Councilmember Fuentes, I guess, when they was questioning him about that this past mm-hmm. Wednesday. He was like, oh, well, he says the intent is not to diminish or take away resources away from any of those offices. True. Uh, he says he's welcome more discussion. So cool, because she was asking from the point of the, how the state legislator has banned diversity and inclusion courses. That's right. Uh, and she was wondering what kind of message does this send with exactly. the city of Austin, Consolidating those divisions uh, He says they, they will continue To be an equity officer They will continue to have All the authority That they have today mm-hmm. I don't know how that's possible I, I don't either
1: I would, I would wonder And I would ask If that equity officer Would actually be The civics business And equity officer If that officer Would be the officer For the entire department and not specifically an officer dedicated to equity mm-hmm. and that would make what he's saying true that's the only thing that comes to mind immediately but i'm not sure how else
0: sure and i think that's important to bring up i want i mean i wanted to bring up his quote because i think as yeah. you're talking yeah. to him he can say something like that mm-hmm. uh and i think you would want to have that flushed out like yeah what does that exactly does that mean exactly but then does that mean the person that you hire are they going to have an equity lens are they going to have Very a civil true. rights lens are they going to have a business Business lens lens. that's right how are they going to look at this thing and how do they combine all three Mm -hmm. Uh, because i I think it might be hard to have a person that's an expert in all three that's right and try to do that job because that's a lot
1: for one person to undertake absolutely and and sometimes those things are juxtaposed many times if you have business and Mm -hmm. your goal the goal of the bottom line for business is to um Get money mm-hmm. is to make a profit, mm-hmm. right? And so if your bottom line is business, um, but then you try to uh, but then a situation comes up, let's say it's a displacement situation. Now you're facing uh, as equity and potentially a civil rights issue. Um, and if you're protecting a business and, uh, you know, the employees have a, a concern, now you're facing, you know, a civil rights issue that juxtaposed with the business. I mean, it, it just, those things are kind of not always the same thing. Right. Um, and if it's, if it's purely an equity lens, then, you know, if you're saying that, what we're doing is we're making sure that all our business has an equity lens then why not just reinforce the existing equity department um I'm not sure I, I don't know it's a really uh convoluted thing as of now hopefully we get more answers from the the city manager
0: yeah uh, uh, there's a lot that's going to have to be answered um I, I i think and you know i hope the community comes out and and does what the community wants to do now mm-hmm. maybe you support this uh, i will will right. put it for both sides does it doesn't seem like the station is leaning one way or the other maybe mm-hmm. this is a thing you support and you're like yeah it's a good idea then you have all the right and you should come out as well and say why you think this is a good idea maybe you think it's not a good idea you should be out there to say why this isn't a good idea as well um and understand that's part of the governing process is to hear the different sides and try to figure out what's what it's going to be Mm -hmm. um but you definitely don't want to sit on the sideline and watch things happen and then wonder why the things happen the way they happen and be mad yeah a lot of times that's what it is after the fact we We'll come out and get loud mm-hmm. and be like, this shouldn't have happened. Well, it shouldn't have. But where were you? Well, right. I was X, Y, Z. Yeah. The time to try to make a change is before that final decision is made. Uh, yes, there wasn't a lot of time really given to, to city council folks to read the budget. Um, wasn't a lot of time for the community to try to read the budget and digest this, this massive thing as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> unfortunately that's how that works sometimes and we can't sit back as that for an argument of man that's not enough time nothing I can do about it you have these organizations that can help you uh, understand these things and if you ain't doing nothing this weekend it's hot anyway you might as well uh, plop down with a thousand page book and (laughs) read the budget and see you know what it is that you care about yeah um, uh, uh, what else there is in the budget that may be important to you that nobody else is covering so Mm yeah check it out um once again where do the people need to go to find more information about uh signing up urban league and Mm -hmm. whatever else
1: yeah uh, you know just real quick to, to touch on what you just said you're absolutely right everyone should should be empowered to advocate you know however you feel about anything this is your money i think that's the most important thing this is the money that we put into the city uh, for them to you know use and, and grow and, and use to help us. Um, so we, sh- we should be intimately involved with how the city spends our tax tax dollars. Um, but where you go equityaction x.org you can also go to austinjustice.org and AAUL.org. Uh, for information um, you can reach out to me or you can find those organizations on Instagram you can reach out to me personally at uh, eric e r i c underscore bird b y r d at aaul.org that's e r i c underscore b y r d at aaul.org um i'm also on ig mr underscore bird um, but yeah did you spell bird for people? Uh, B-Y-R-D. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, E-R-I-C underscore B-Y-R-D at org, and I'll try to get you any information I can. Um, yeah, we, we are just here for, for you all. We're here to uh, make sure your voices get heard. So this is an opportunity to take part in your city and to take part in politics. Show up, be seen at the least.
0: Yeah, very important um we, we talk a lot about having your voice heard and there's a lot of always there's always a lot of conversations about how to fix things how to change things you know I've had a state view lens for a long time so you always hear me talk about um, stuff at that pink building that's just giving me so many gray hairs um, but that building right down the street here in Austin as well uh, is very important all politics are local local politics, local things impact you more than anything else for the most part <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder and question that now the way things have been going in this world but whatever um, local stuff still imp- has a greater impact on you and you know you want to be involved in this one way or the other um, mm-hmm. you know like guess like we said it's 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 curious of how late of a date that it was released it being the budget it's curious how. They kind of was holding off and publishing it online, but it took people fussing about it, whether it was Mm -hmm. media, Mm -hmm. community advocates, advocates, city council members as well, like why isn't this online? Why didn't the city want this to be, if you can print it out, you can put it online because Mm -hmm. I don't know if if people understand how that works, but you type up a document, you Mm -hmm. have the document to upload it, takes nothing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a simple link. Um, I, I think they knew there was gonna be some blowback and it seemed like they was trying to hide or or, or delay that um and that's not what you do uh that's not what you do at all and if there's a part of the city that's important to you you can look to see what's the funding looking like over for this part of the city Mm -hmm. colony park or wherever um look to see and yeah i i i I think that's that that, that'll do it yo. make sure um that your voices are heard. I don't know. Make sure your voices are, are, are heard. Um, get up there, sign up, participate one way or the other. If you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's fine. Um, it's okay to say, you know, I like some of the budget, but this is really a problem. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to give the... You can, and I, I'll even say that if you are going to talk about it. I know you got two minutes. If there's stuff you like about it, make sure you highlight that, too. Don't just get up there and poo-poo on the whole thing if you do like something about it. And yeah. just make it seem like the whole thing is terrible and go. Unless you just hate the whole thing. Um, then go for that, too. But, yeah, you can quickly say, you know, I like this, that, that, and that. But I'm having a problem with X, Y, Z. Yeah. Because, yeah, those things have to be autonomous to... When it comes to the civil rights office and uh, the equity office, they have to be autonomous. They have to be separate. Dealing in civil rights for so many years, it's important to keep those where you don't have to worry about somebody coming above you saying, nope, y'all can't do that. Nope, Mm -hmm. you can't say that because that's going to make us look bad. That's not something they have to worry about currently of. Mm -hmm. Somebody from the city saying, "Uh, don't put that report out. Because right. that's going to make this department look, look some kind of way. Uh, and you don't want that to become a program. It, it's Civil rights is bigger than a program. Mm. Equity is bigger than a program. Um, so, yeah. Matt, yeah. appreciate you for bringing this to the people's attention. Absolutely. Uh, and letting them know what's going on. I'll make sure you follow them. Urban League always have great yeah. things coming up. Uh, and they're doing great things. Uh, in, the, in the city, to y'all, just to put you on the spot, do you have any community events that folks need to come out to um, off the top of your head that you remember that y'all have going on? If not, it's fine. I'm just giving you a chance to say
1: uh, if y'all do. Uh, I know there's a celebrity basketball game coming up that stands out to me because I'm a fan and I'm gonna go be there. Um, but definitely go to aaul.org, mm-hmm. aaul.org, and you can find all the upcoming events. Um, I would also say related to the budget, this is not the last budget. It happens every year. Right. Your 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 intervention and your participation can start in in later in the year, November. Um, before we get into 2024. So the budget office has community meetings all around the city in different places um, you just have to get connected to the budget office. So go to the, the city website, go to the budget office, um, and they have a, a, a page dedicated to uh, community engagement. Mm-hmm. And they will answer all your questions, they will give you insight, and you'll be able to give inputs to help shape the budget going forward and tell them I don't want to see this again in the budget. Mm-hmm. And and that's your way in. Um, you just gotta get involved, you gotta get involved early. Um, or they're going to make decisions about you without you.
0: Yeah. And I mean, matter of fact, I think city council members are having these budget hearings as well. That's so correct. Just check up with your mm-hmm. city council member and see when they're having a hearing and let your city council member know what's important to you. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate you um, swinging by. Yeah, Quincy's probably in Houston. Matter of fact, as I'm thinking because it's a national oh, yeah, convention national convention for well. for the Urban League, so mm-hmm. uh, that's going on down in Houston uh, as we speak. So yeah, he's probably um, learning and making connections and doing good things down in. Houston might be having a little bit of fun, too. I don't know. Um, I've seen some pictures from folks that I know. They've been having a good time down in in, in Houston at the convention. So it's all good. Yeah, definitely um, stay, stay in contact. Stay connected. Do what you need to do. It's the grapevine.